Do you do you like yeah. CinemaSins? No. No. If not I, at if all. If I liked them, I wouldn't have brought them up. In okay. This Continuity issues and plot holes are not sufficient enough enough to base your entire merit of a film. They only plot holes only matter if the rest of the movie sucks. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to Creator Convos, the podcast where creators talk about their stories, habits, and goals. If you don't know me, hi, my name is Steven. I am the podcast host, and I run a YouTube channel called Steven Makes Videos, where I talk about cinematography, tech, videography, business, camera stuff, all that. You can check that out down below in the description. Today on the podcast, we have a recurring guest. This is my first recurring guest, I think. Howdy, uh, howdy. Jack Rourke, how's it going? I am doing well. It's about as well under the circumstances as everyone else, let's be honest. It's it's a corona time right now. Um, so last time we had you on, you were going to film school. When was that, like November? December that, last Yeah, year? November. Yeah. Mid-November, I, like I think the 15th was when we recorded, but it went up around early December. Oh, how has it been? I assume you had to come home early from yeah. school. Right? Yeah. I've been back in Vegas since about mid-March. Like I, I had to do online classes for my spring quarter, and I'm still going to be doing online classes even though I go back in September. It's more that's going to be different though, because I'll actually have some access to physical resources and whatnot, I mean, like cam- cameras. But it's going to be again heavily monitored, heavily really uh, restricted in some ways. So I'm not even sure if I'm going to be filming anything. Yeah, I bet. I, I bet keep... renting cameras or just borrowing gear is going to be a whole lot more strict, if at all. I yes. mean, it's normally a compl- or in a hassle, but especially during this. I'm what, I'm gonna be curious if you, anyone's gonna be able gonna be able to get it, even if it's technically allowed. I bet I bet there are gonna be like students coming back from break who like just want to make stuff with school equipment again. You know, like if I oh definitely yeah, that's gonna be so everyone. It's, it's gonna be like super high demand anyway. Uh, and speaking of like creation of stuff, um, you mentioned writer's block. Have you been experiencing writer's block lately? Not really, actually, but I've done more so. So uh, I think we talked about this before we started recording. We were talk, going through our notes. My notes was uh, I started and thought about thinking of ways of circumventing writer's block. What'd you come it's, up with? Honestly, literally do anything else. And I don't mean this as a joke. I'm being completely serious. Read a book. Go after a walk. Or a walk. Literally do anything to get your mind off of it. Because the more you dwell on it, the less likely you're actually going to be able to do. Or do it. Like give again. Give yourself space. Give yourself time to think. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. That kind of ties into. Um, what I talk about a lot is objectivity and maintaining objectivity and how hard... Is there a bug behind my monitor? Oh, whatever. Um, maintaining objectivity uh, in creative work and forcing myself to take breaks just so that I don't become a perfectionist or I don't try and make it perfect. You know what that's like, right? Like, you just sit yeah. down and edit I or totally draw. I totally you mean. Yeah. I'm glad you... I mean, I'm glad. To an extent, I'm a profession or a perfectionist. You with how messy my art style is. We'll link your art down below on your Instagram nice. and stuff. Yes. Nice. Feel free to plug anything. <laughs> and speaking of plugs, I have a book out, and my cool. art's in it. The, all, or, all twenty illustrations were written by me, and uh, all stories written by a, a friend of mine named Martin Fisher. Yep. We'll probably put the Amazon link below. Maybe I don't know. This mm-hmm. isn't the kind of podcast. We're not late. We're night talk shows or whatever. We don't shill for this kind of stuff. I just mentioned it because it was fun. Yeah, maybe an affiliate I, link. Amazon links are weird. Mm-hmm. I I remember when I was actually talking about it on my podcast, uh, where I actually did kind of shamelessly shill for the book, 
you're in a book. Yeah, I remember that getting the Amazon link in the description was kind of a hassle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, wait. Do you do the affiliate program? No, I don't actually. I think oh, I just okay. got the li- I just copy and pasted the, the link directly from the page. Got it. Yeah, um, I've tried to do stuff with the affiliate program. I posted a a video. Uh, I was reviewing two camera bags from Amazon, and I it I I thought I was signed up for the affiliate program uh, so I could like get a little bit of money from that if someone buys it through that link, but. Uh, or what? No, Amazon calls it the associates program. I think it was just. It, I think it's affiliate. Yeah. I think it's affiliate. Well, no, it's like affiliate links, but they need the program associates. I we, think we get the point. We'll check though. it down. Right, though, I yeah. don't think. I think getting hung up on or on semantics isn't really yeah. helpful. <laughs> but yeah, um, like that. That was a pain. I but only because it like suspended my account, which is weird. Like I had everything Oof. set up. Oof, that sounds. I had all my tax information done, and all that stuff, and and Amazon was just like, nope. No, we didn't. Uh, you mentioned your podcast. How's that? How's that going? Did you announce that on the last one? Or so- yeah, I did actually. Yes, okay. right? but we That's finally right. we started it like the two months afterwards. It started out really rough because uh, both of us, both of us, especially me, didn't really have any idea of what we're doing. Yeah, we just. It's actually ironically been kind of better over just me and him being chatting over Discord because one, we actually get two separate or separate uh, audio file random files, so that way it's easier to tell our dialogue mm-hmm. apart. Yeah, we've also gotten a better back and forth. That's and good. Like, like we've still been getting better, and better. We've actually settled into a um, just a word rhythm. Rhythm. Uh, that's we're actually uh, recording our next episode this weekend. We're doing uh, an episode on the 1981 cult classic heavy metal. Sweet. Yep. Okay. Um. I I don't know. Like, how do you do that through Discord? Like, is it, it is it a video podcast too, or is it just voice or just audio? Well, audio. Okay. We, cool. We need audio only. Like. We or you remember, there's an old uh, phrase I remember in the music industry where they're talking about a face for radio, which would mean <laughs> where it means people who weren't conventionally attractive enough, yeah, enough to appear on right on TV and film and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I've got that, so I'm like <laughs> that. I feel kind of self conscious about the way I talk or talk on camera, but so mm-hmm. it's a growing process, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's what I like about. I think I always wanted to stay behind the camera. <laughs> I I know the same. I'm definitely not meant to be in front of the camera. I just. I'm always, I'm just always having to put myself in front of the camera, uh, even though I have people like my friend Angel who are much more comfortable being on camera than I am. I still like have a YouTube channel and force myself to do this. I put this upon myself. You're a braver man than I am. I'll <laughs> say that. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, uh, as to uh, doing it over Discord, uh, it's actually quite easy. We just got a bot to record the audio. Oh, cool. Go back and forth, and I cut it back, and I put the two side by side in Adobe, uh, Adobe Ad- Audition. Mm-hmm. and then just kind of cut the beginning off cut the end off right like yeah. more, and then cut a little bit in between so we put a, audio from the trailer from the film we we're talking about we've cool. done now as of the sunday 15 episodes we usually put Congrats. out like once every two weeks because not because it's that hard to make but more it's easier and it's easier for the sake of scheduling mm. it's much doing an episode every week or in a week is just kind of taxing yeah okay. definitely um it's uh, I was about to complain about how like adding video to it is just a tremendous hassle because uh, like I don't I don't have a, a audition well I have audition but I don't use it for this I just use Premiere <laughs> because oh. because you know, the video and the audio are you know it's linked in one file like when I put the Zoom recording into it or actually uh, what I do is I have OBS running on my Ooh. second monitor and then that's recording separate audio tracks and like that's going to be simpler than the way I used to do it having just one mic for both of us 
Ah, oh, that that hurt. Um, yeah, yeah, that was how we started out. That's what the reason but... why I say it's a uh, it's hard in person, especially because the mic I'm using right now is just some, something I got for ten bucks off of Amazon. Cool. And we were recording this in my li- in the living room of my dorm, in dorm with it like on a coffee table. We're just sitting awkwardly on, the- not an ideal setup. Well, I guess college dorm that happens, right? I mean, it's that the room had a bad acoustic. Most... It's just that the setup one. ideal is that we're both having to huddle. We're in like two really <laughs> tall like guys in their mid in their early to mid twenties. We're in twenties, just like huddling over. We're in a, and this coffee table isn't. That and sometimes the audio just got lost, so you couldn't hear what the other person was saying. Yeah. Yeah, those early, those like, I think like our first two episodes, especially the first one, was really, really rough. Mm-hmm. I think we are getting better, though, gradually. That's good. It, yeah, it's, it's a growing process. I feel like my podcast is not the best. Look, I'm using a $50 mic, and it's okay. But It's better than what, we, what I got. It's better than I, what yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It's um, but you know, I want both of us to have like sure SM7Bs one day, for our for our respective podcasts. I'm not too picky about this kind of stuff. Okay. If it sounds clear enough, then I can work with it. Have you have you done? Have you like brought in guests on actually, your podcast? Actually, we have. We okay. Cool. I am gonna How go is that? The, it is actually a lot of fun. In fact, so it's usually the most fun because we end up having the most to talk about and bounce off of. Well, like hmm. if you uh, pay attention the. The longest episodes also happen to be the ones we have guests on. We have oh, nice. had one, two, three, four. Next week, we'll have, we'll have had five guest episodes by uh, next week, or by ne- this coming weekend. Mm-hmm. Try to space them out though, because it makes it feel more special. Oh, very special. And uh, we are definitely not opposed to having a recurring guest. Sometimes that's the most fun. Yeah, um, that's true. I I have the guests on every week, but that's just because that's the format. My podcast is very like like a Joe Rogan experience or like talk radio yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah, that's kind of what I modeled it after was podcasts like Joe Rogan Experience or um, one of my favorites is like That Creative Life by Siri Dici, um, uh, or where like they just talk to people because uh, that's why I started this was to you know like talk to other creatives, talk to people about things, and record the conversation. Hopefully, people like it. Um, that kind of makes me think in terms of prep for an episode what do you do uh especially when a guest comes do you like script it or do you send like bullet points or what do you do we take notes but we don't like no i don't think any podcast is scripted per se unless it's no unless it's like a or a narrative type thing and even then that's or you kind of have to because that's basically just a radio drama drama over the internet so anyway i'm getting off topic Point is, we usually early just watch the fi- the film, take note notes of stuff we want to talk about, plan when we want to record. Usually, and usually the day before, and before it goes up, running up for the sake of timeliness. And well, that's kind of it. We just again, we it's a simple, simple thing by each other occasionally. Really, mm-hmm. like, hey, we should probably point this out out in the episode. And so and then we just we just get together in the mor- usually in the mornings and then hit record. Cool. I like that. It looks like you got it like streamlined. Like yeah, we take notes on the. Oh yeah, but also we got we do, occasionally do research. And like we and if we're gonna t- we need something that requires a specific context, we usually try to look into the film beforehand. We listen to director's mm-hmm. comment. And Terry's we look at we're into Wikipedia pages and then look at the source for those views. Wikipedia is kind of a crapshoot with how reliable it is. Uh, how how many times do you watch a film before you review it? I asked this too. Um, 
I think it depends. Two, as of now, two episodes ago, I had another um, guy who has a podcast where he reviews movies and TV shows. Uh, and like he said, he really just like watches it once, uh, takes notes, or if he watches it at home, he's pausing it all the time. What's what's that like for you? Especially it's with movie theaters close already, right now. It's usually stuff I've already seen. Okay. I mean, like I think I think only like a few of these episodes have been have been um, have been first time viewings. Some of which have been some of the best movies I've seen all year. What I are mean, some examples? I've I mean, we watched the the Vin Vendors film Until the End of the World, which is this five hour long sci fi road movie. Movie which it's got really one of my favorite things I've discovered in a long, long time. Right, time it looks gorgeous. It's got a great soundtrack. It's re- cool. it's really deep and thought provoking. Criterion just added to their collection last Christmas. If you want to pick up that Blu-ray, I could not recommend it highly enough. I could. What are your criteria for whether a movie is worth reviewing or not? Uh, kind of on if that it, topic. It literally just has to be if it pro- if it pro- provokes conversation and thought. Hmm. Or in a thought, like if it's something that we can get a lot out out of, even if it's not a movie we like per se, or I say it's still something we're talking about. Mm-hmm. As as uh, is it just like movies specific, or are you gonna expand to other types of content too? It's just gonna be movies. Cool. We're doing and we're doing weird movies. Like we mostly talk about stuff that, if not famous to the layman like you, or like you, or in the audience, or in the audience is at least gonna be stuff that that's been easily defined. We're trying to get more and more obscure as we go along. Have you done any, um, like it's? Have you done anything that's like platform specific? Maybe like uh, Netflix original productions, or or uh, or is it the, like yeah. traditional film releases? In, like box Mostly office. Tradi- I can't think of okay, a single cool. streaming exclusive we done. I mean, I'm not opposed to that because there is some worthwhile stuff out there. There, but for now, we're just sticking to standards. We're trying to go older too, just so we don't hmm. right away if that this is per experience with that movie, we want to right, expose it to them. Mm-hmm. Right, to them, like we really reach into a deep catalog of stuff. It's been fun. It feels kind of like, right, like bur- buried treasure in a way. <laughs> How so? Is that is that just like, um, like you'll you'll like will you ever like maybe think of a movie that you want to review and then you actually deep dive down into it and you just like find a whole bunch of stuff that you didn't talk about in an episode afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. that happens all the time. Actually. Mm-hmm. I remember there was, I mean, we recorded an episode on the Paul Thomas Anderson movie inherent vice of in about a, about a month ago now, a minute ago now. And uh, I remember there was one thing I wanted to talk about in regards to uh, Joaquin Phoenix's performance about how uh, some actors should do more, in comedy more often and how it's not respected as much by uh, the main mainstream, not in, not in a, uh, Right, mainstream audiences don't like it. Obviously, they like it. They, there's an audience for it. But yeah. I mean, like award season and how you don't see these performances get nominated all that much. Right, like, right, trust me, those thoughts happen way more off. Sometimes they come as soon as immediately after I stop recording. And that happens with me in YouTube videos all the time. It's the damnedest thing. It's yeah. really frustrating sometimes. Right, times you're like, oh, I wish I brought that up. It's like when you have like an argument with someone and you're like driving home and you think, oh, I could have said this, this, and this. That's how I feel when it when it's like a YouTube video or something. Yeah. You're always gonna have that yeah. with cr- any creative product. This mm-hmm. stuff, right? Is that that's why? You know, why I remember uh, I remember reading through uh, David Sandberg's Instagram story. He's a horror director. He just did Shazam last year. You know, and he was talking about well, right? If how right, someone asked him a question, if there were any things he'd like to improve on in the sequel, and he was like a lot of things, which is why he doesn't watch his own movies for fun. 
Well, it's because the whole time he's just going to be distracted and thinking about, oh, well, yeah. I could have done this differently. There's this mistake we forgot. To, we're going to cut out. We're going to cut out or fix and post. We're like, I'm the same way. We're the same way. I just can't. Yeah. I cannot disengage when it comes to my own material. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have, like, a, a favorite genre? Uh, and, and then, like, is there a difference between your favorite genre to watch and your favorite genre to review? I... I don't like thinking of it in terms of review because, again, these are just casual conversations between okay. film fans. And I think, or I think uh, the current mo- or in model of internet film criticism, whatever that means, is uh, fundamentally broken and kind of terrible. And I blame mm. and I blame YouTube mostly for this. <clears throat> CinemaSins. Do you do you yeah. like CinemaSins? No, no. If not I, at if all. If I liked them, I wouldn't have brought them up in this okay. content. I think they are pretty much the, the death of film last few years. Years of my continuity issues and plot holes are not sufficient enough, enough to base your entire merit of a film. They only plot holes only matter if the rest of the movie sucks. They are they are a moot point, in my opinion, and it's just baffling that people gets hung up on stuff this minor. Mm-hmm. Like if you're gonna get wrapped up in the little de- details, at least be stuff that they that enhances your enjoyment of it, not stuff that detracts from it. It's, I think it's just like a fun thing people do. It's ba- mm-hmm. It just frustrates me. Me that this is the way people consume media these days. It just feels detached and uh, disingenuous. Just completely dis- again. I'd also I'd also blame Channel Awesome for this, but that's a whole other can of worms that I don't even want to go into. Yeah. I remember uh, whenever we'd plan our podcast, we always say like one time in the morning, but we usually start recording like fifteen to thirty minutes after because of technical difficulties. Mm-hmm. That and Discord takes way too long to open up. Yeah. It's weird. It's like it wants to update every time I open it. I don't know. I don't know about you. Discord. Yeah, maybe I, maybe my Discord's broken. Maybe my Discord has a virus. It does the same thing iTunes does. Oh, okay. Does I'm not alone. Cool. Yeah, um, it doesn't happen to me often, but I've had that situation where that happens. Where it just takes, where it just keeps loading and loading and loading and load. Yeah. And you're just sitting there like, ah. Oh, mm-hmm. Exactly. Um. Right. Before my mic went weird, I was I was gonna. I I think I was gonna go somewhere along the lines of like how, um. Like videos that the general, uh, not videos, but films that the general public likes to watch versus you know, like films that filmmakers appreciate. So like I have films that I appreciate as a human being, just like stuff that isn't like necessarily like groundbreaking or anything. Like Elf, you know, that's a fun movie. I like to watch it. But then I, but then I, I like, um, you know, films that I like for certain reasons, like Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Because Edgar Wright is amazing. He is indeed. Yeah. Um, I kind of want to, like, get your take on that. Um, Maybe some films that you've talked about uh, that the general public would like. Or or films that maybe you don't like that the general public likes. Going back to the catalog, I think the closest that anything to, like, a general standard audience movie is Manhunter with a Michael Mann film. Like, we don't I mean, we never covered strictly art house films. We start... We're in B movie. Weird can mean a lot of things. Things it can mean from the or if stuff that's strange, frankly bizarre. Whereas are like old B movies and monster movies from the sixth or sixties or just art or in black and white art house movies. Again, it's a broad range, range, and that's why again I want to try and cover mainstream stuff as little as humanly possible. Like mm-hmm. I mentioned, her advice, which is still Warren Bros. movie starring Joaquin Phoenix and Reese Witherspoon and Josh Brolin and whatnot. No, but there's at least something to talk about there, and at least that's a movie that I got. Anyone outside of filmmakers has seen, mm-hmm. or 
and the art. I do think that I do like what you said though. That set we're in that art house separation. Even if I do think Scott Pilgrim does kind of bleed over into the I'm just watching this for fun. But and <laughs> I don't think that separation is always a clean cut because again, we're saying like Raider or is it Lost Ark is as simple as I can enjoy this as an audi audience, but I can also say this is one of the best exam or examples of filmmaking. Period. Right, yes, period. absolutely. Right, like I can justify this on both ends. There are, or there are those rare exceptions that I think we you should watch out for. What are some of those? I already mentioned Raiders. Mm -hmm. Baby Driver is a recent example. I don't mm -hmm. also say, but I also haven't seen that in a couple of years, so who knows? What about uh, what about Star Wars movies? The recent ones, like uh, I like when I, when they came out, I wasn't like super Jedi, into yes. this, but uh, like Jedi Force Awakens on. Um, like they look cool, but I, I want to get your take on that. Yeah, they they have. I will give them credit for, especially Disney, when the way they put out the Marvel movies, where they always look like blank concrete. It's nice to see one of these actually look, right, look like a movie that people spent two hundred million on. I will say though that Last Jedi is the only one of these that has struck the right, oh. that I can justify this as a film fan and a film right, and a uh, right the that hits both the analytical and the fun parts of my brain. But the rest of them have been pretty good, largely. Largely just, okay. and only that. Rise of Skywalker is a different mm -hmm. question, though, and I'm not, again, whole other can of worms. Yeah, true. Uh, I'm, I'm curious, what do you think about the prequels? And then I, and then I have another question right after that. They got, or they're, <laughs> I put them up there with the Twilight movies and uh, the Joel Schumacher Batman movies. Which, okay. Which, rest in peace, Joel Schumacher. And it, in that, pop culture has been way too nasty to these. Like, they're not go or in good, but they're, in, and I can't believe I mentioned Twilight now. Now, because I realize this metaphor is kind of falling apart, <laughs> but uh, they, they did get way too much stuff. Like I have again, when you're a little more stranger to or in filmmaking than I am, like I've seen thousands of movies, and you, I think you've only seen a few hundred. Like which, five. No shame in that. No shame in that at all. I watch right, series I more. Reading, I think I. I, think I, I watch TV shows more. TV seems to be the general mode of uh, yeah. in filmmaking that uh, people would see in um, well versed in. Mm -hmm. trying, yeah. Most trying to thought there. I, I tend to watch the, those the Star Wars prequels thing. Okay, yeah. I, what I was going to mention is that there are good ideas here. Some some really good ideas. It's all the execution, and it's not even awful. Like there's some bad stuff that will always be bad, but really, if you say this is the worst movie ever made, for the love of God, you need to watch more movies. Like the room. Yeah, like, <laughs> like I'm so. The room is just a tired punching bag at this point. Like, it was funny for a time. It's not funny anymore. Find different things to laugh at. Go watch Zardoz or something. Or something. At least that has John Connery and a red mannequin. <laughs> red mannequin and floating heads and all sorts of weird stuff. Mm -hmm. I miss the 70s. <laughs> um, Follow-up question, too, asking about the prequels. I It's just like a faint memory in my head, but I've read somewhere that someone said that the last four movies or whatever, uh, or the... The Disney cycle? The Disney saga part. Um are not canon? It it's not that's dumb. Okay. Like or like you can ignore them if you want to, but come on. They've been right, they've been made already, they've been marketed, they've made their mo mm -hmm. right, money, they've made right, to deny that the right, they don't exist is kind of disingenuous. Mm -hmm. it's, it's like those idiots who started the Kickstarter to remake The Last Jedi because they because it wasn't a two hundred million dollar fan film. I'm convinced Star Wars fans are movie fans because these people have very very narrow criteria. You know, because all they see is every Pixar movie, every Disney movie, every Star Wars movie, every Marvel movie, every DC Comics movie, and maybe one other, random one or two other big event, event titles. Otherwise, they are not well versed in film at all. 
know, like they don't understand the technical stuff of that. All they, mm-hmm. again, they try to treat these movies like math equations, which is just not how films work. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, humans are emotional, right? They're not yeah. just like all numbers and like. Yeah. Yeah, like it's like it's why I don't get why Star Wars fans approach this stuff. No, is that they don't want movies. They want Wikipedia, Wikipedia articles, which <laughs> no, I did not mispronounce that. That's the Star Wars wiki. They just want stuff. Right, they've memorized all this trivia over this years, and they want something that validates that. Which I get, but I also think that's a kind of a very limiting way to approach movies. I want to be the thing that ma- makes me sad about modern blockbusters is hype. Everything is pre-sold mm-hmm. as a, right, as an event, and like it's going to be the greatest thing ever. It's, it's just, so much hype. Increasingly, yeah. it, it doesn't feel that way. And and like I hate it when the trailers more more so nowadays. The trailers are like giving away the plot of the movie. That's always been around. That's all. Has it that's always, always been, been around? Okay. With bad, mar- with bad film marketing. Okay. But it's just it's, like ruins. It. My problem is, is when you try to make a mountain out of a molehill. You know, which again, one of the things I don't like about the Marvel, or I found increasingly problematic about the Marvel movies, is when everything means the end of the world, nothing means the end of the world. Therefore, mm-hmm. why should I care? Yeah. Oh yeah, and you know how like every movie is like the number one movie in the world. I don't. Yeah, um, that's that's. A I don't understand how. That I remember works, just seeing it. There's this something after a Russell Crowe. There's a, this ad for a Russell Crowe movie here the other day called Unhinged. That's the number one movie in the world because it's the only movie in theaters right now. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm not even mad. I just find that like I see exactly number doing. one by that default. is shameless. It yeah. is funny. <laughs> I mean, it's shameless, but I also like you know what? I don't blame you. Hats off to you for being that nakedly desperate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, I'm kind of running out of time here um we're yeah. coming up to half an hour the little timer says five minutes and less oh what i just realized we haven't even talked about comics yet oh have Radio, we can we the... touch on that really quickly um yeah, sure why not okay sure. yeah um I'm, so far I have as uh like five anyone who's been following my work his nose i am writing and drawing a graphic novel it's gonna be published uh next spring it's called double light it's about a comic book artist who gets stuck in between the world in a limbo between the worlds of reality the world's of his drawings. It's really spaced out, man. Link will be down below when that comes out. Where am I? Right, I'm looking May, here. Yeah, we don't even have an Amazon page set up for it. We mm-hmm. don't even know if it will be done by next sprint. Well, when it's up, yeah. When it's up, I'll come back to this episode, edit it. Edit, edit. Maybe, I could, I, or you could just tap me on again and put it in the oh, link true. that. Yeah, you could be my first three-time recurring guest. Yeah. Recurring guests are the most fun guests. Sometimes. Yeah, because we can reference stuff we've already talked about, and and it, it's like how we were saying, like um, like when you walk away from an interview or something, you're like, oh, I gotta talk about that. Dang it. Um, well then we can talk about that kind of stuff. So that's yeah. good. And I feel yeah. like that's yeah, I feel like that's a good note to end on because I'm like really strapped for time right now. Oh. I, I'm trying to batch shoot these, and I got another one of these episodes, and like. Five minutes. <laughs> I thought about doing that for my own podcast, but we realized it's just going to take too much out of us, and we want each one to feel like we're putting our, we're all of our energy into it. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. Today's going to be a long. And I don't day. even mean that like pouring our pouring sweat, blood, blood and tears in it. I mean, I mean like we all want each episode to stay, sound focused, even though we do go off topic quite often. Such is the nature of podcasts. Yes, of course. That's what I love about like this podcast is there is no like theme other than like creators talking about creativity oh okay well there's a theme yeah it's very but broad it's, it's super it's, broad uh, what's the word uh malleable yeah. yes malleable yeah can i can whatever make you want whatever it i want exactly um and uh what's a good segue and speaking of making it whatever i want i'm gonna make this episode end
No, that was a bad segue. Uh, but I do, uh, yeah. <laughs> I do actually do have to. There, end this episode. I can't believe I wrote down such a short list of topics, and we. I think we only got to like one of, the, or even one or two of. Them. I don't even think uh, we, we kind of hit on the three of them. Um, we didn't really talk about productivity during the pandemic, but uh, since I'm strapped for time, maybe we could talk about it episode three sometime. Yeah, well, yeah, once the pandemic's over. Yeah, I hope if it's over. Please, everyone, if you're listening to this, just stay wear a mask. Stay safe. Yes, wear a mask, please. I know it's not very comfortable. We just got to deal with it. I want this to be over as much as you do. Yes, it's not just Believe about me. you, viewer. It's about other people. Yep. You don't want to put other people at risk. A greater good. A greater, good. a greater good. Yes, a greater good. Um, well, good. thank you, Jack, for being on the podcast again. My pleasure, man. Yeah. yeah always happy to be around. Mm-hmm. And thank you to you viewers out there. If you're watching this, hi, check out the audio version down below. And if you're listening, hey, what's up? Thank you for listening. If you want to check out the video version, you can check out the link to the YouTube channel down in the description below. You can find Instagram, Twitter, uh, TikTok, which RAP maybe. You have a TikTok? Just for, for this. Podcast? And I, I don't even put, put stuff on it anymore. It's it's dead. Uh, I, I, I scaled back it. on micro content during the pandemic so I could focus on other yeah. things. But yeah, I get you. it exists. So check out some stuff on there. Um, yeah. See you guys in the next episode, which I'm about to record right now. <laughs> um, yeah. Thanks again for coming on. Thanks for watching. I'll see you in the next one. Peace. See you around. Ooh.